If you want to create a legacy for your soul work and use content to generate more creativity, flexibility, and freedom in your life and business. If you want to sound more like you when you show up in the world and turn your knowledge into content with a heartbeat, that's what we talk about here. I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is The Content Download. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of The Content Download. And today I'm recording this at the end of December 2022. And around this time of year, I'm always thinking about New Year's resolutions and uh, particularly around the 21st, really, because that's my new year, you know, the solstice, really. Um, It's a day of huge power. And so it's a really great time to be thinking about what you want to actually manifest in in 2023. And um, it made me realize that actually... um, Ever since I was probably about 10 or 11, let's say for argument's sake, I've always wanted to do this. But let's say since 10 or 11, I've been making New Year's resolutions and lists in my various journals and diaries. Um, I have always had in in my diary at the top of those lists, write my book. And this year, despite having, you know, had hundreds of thousands of words published in in magazines and online and having um, written and edited other people's books for them. um, I have never actually written my own book until this year. This is the year. This is the first year that I can actually finish the year and say, yes, that is something I ticked off. And very excitingly, um, you know, hopefully when I write my resolutions list, um, and definitely when I write my resolutions list, um, it's going to be write my next book instead, because I'm on to the next one. I've broken, I've broken the seal and I, I'm, and I'm going for it. And it made me think of you. And I know that a lot of the people that I work with, a lot of people in my membership, um, and in my audience dream of writing books and, you know, might be fiction, but might probably usually nonfiction, and wanting to know, um, wanting to be able to turn their knowledge, their expertise, their ideas into a, a book that's going to grow their legacy, that's going to um, be like a self-help book to help so they can reach more people with their work. But for some some reason or other, they haven't done it. It's, um, it's something that they never quite get around to doing. And so I've been really reflecting on, you know, why is it that, that, that I haven't done it? Because um, you know, f- for you, you might be arguing, well, the reason I haven't written my book is, is because I don't know how to write a book. I don't, I don't understand the craft. Well, I do know how to write a book. <laughs> I do know how to write. So that wasn't the reason that I haven't written my book until now. And so I really sat down and reflected, um, what, what are the reasons I haven't done it until now? And what I came up with made me realize that these are pretty universal reasons that I didn't write my book until now. And, you know, I'm going to share them with you today because I'm hoping that they will give you heart and give you encouragement and motivation that if you yearn to write a book, but you haven't done so yet, that, you know, it's not too late. And, you know, maybe once you've thought about um, these, um, these, these points that I'm going to share in this episode, you will um, maybe decide that 2023 really is going to be your year. Um, And, when you get to December, you will either have ticked it off your list or, you know, like me, it will be right. My next book will be on your list of resolutions. So let's dive on in to the reasons 
that I have identified for why I took so long to finally write my book. And the first one um, was, you know, quite simple, actually, really. Um, I didn't know what valuable knowledge I had that others didn't, that others that others wanted. Um, so I always always thought originally that I'd write fiction books and I still um, dream that that is what I will do. I still intend to do that. Um, but then I realised um, a good few years ago, actually, that actually <laughs> I'm a, I'm a non-fiction writer. I'm brilliant at non-fiction. Sorry, that sounds really big headed, but that is what I do for my job. I'm good at writing non-fiction. And so it makes total sense to start there. And so I had this long list of all the different things that I knew and understood that maybe not everybody did, um, that I could write nonfiction books on. Uh, funnily enough, none of it was actually writing. <laughs> the, the original list, none of it was actually how to write um, stories or how to how to write or anything like that. Um, but I still had a, a long list of things that I could have written nonfiction books on. And I tell you what, I'm sure you do as well if you really sat down and felt into it. But back then, I also <laughs> didn't know I had all these ideas, but I didn't really see how um, these books would fit into a bigger business model. And um, this was obviously important because while I, I love writing um, for the sake of writing, um, I love writing from the heart. I love writing what's on my heart. Um, I also have to remember that writing is also my trade and how I make money. And so I knew any book I wrote had to have financial potential too. Um, and particularly since I was unlikely to be the next JK Rowling, um, and that financial potential therefore could not solely rely on book sales. So it had to be linked to some kind of bigger business. And I had no idea what that was. Um, obviously, uh, eventually I um, stopped freelancing and I started a business teaching uh, copy and content and storytelling. And so I had a, had a larger business to connect a book to. Um, uh, but, uh, I hadn't really worked out, um, how I could share that information in a, in a way that felt true to me. And I suppose I spent several years, the early days of my business, figuring out my, my voice as a, as a business owner, as a teacher, as a guide. And, uh, and my, I suppose my brand voice, my brand voice is me. Um, but yeah, and figuring out how I uniquely, teach those those things um so but you know I did eventually figure that out um but then I accounted uh, another problem so I, I had a business I had lots of ideas that I could um write books on um but I still wasn't doing it and I realize now that the reason I didn't do it for so long is that it was safer not to write a book yes so the reason for this is I unconsciously, I realized this is something I only kind of really uncovered earlier this year in a conversation I was having with somebody. But unconsciously, I was thinking, well, if I wrote a book and it turned out to be total rubbish, um, that would be terrible. So I would have basically spent my whole life wanting to be an author and, uh, you know, I claim to be a writer. Um, and yet the book I've written is is rubbish and a failure. And so the safest way to avoid this eventuality is, of course, never to actually write the book at all, to always you know, talk about writing the book, but never actually do it. Um, and so, yes, it was a protection mechanism. And but then after a lot of soul searching, I realized, um, well, 
a I realized that this was this was an unconscious belief or a protection mechanism I had in place and you know once you've shine shined light on things like that it's very hard to ignore it um but I also realized that my book didn't have to be the pinnacle of my talents and gifts and knowledge in fact while I've poured my heart and soul into soul story which is the book that I wrote earlier this year and is going to be published early next year um it's uh just to give it a little shameless plug here it's uh, about how to become a storyteller and and share your message with the world through the power of your personal stories um but soul story didn't need to be the sum of my life's work it just needs to be the best book i could write now and maybe later definitely later actually i'll i'll write another one and that book will be even better um but that's that's what it's like to be a writer you know maybe the book you're going to write is is going to be the only book you're going to write um but it just needs to be the best book you can write at the time you decide to write it if you think right well i think i would like to write lots of books i'd like to write a series which is actually a very um genuine like business model of, if you are familiar with the um 20 books to 50k um facebook group go and check it out it's mainly fiction but it does work for non-fiction too um you know it's a definite uh, way forward but every time you would write another book you would get better that that's how it goes um but you're never going to get better <laughs> unless you write it and you're never going to write the book and have that um you know be be an author unless you commit to um writing it and and knowing that it just has to be the best thing you can write at the time you choose to write it but then i realized i mean i mean this is something that's been running in the background for a long time actually um but one of the other reasons that I was holding back from actually just doing it um, was that the publishing process was overwhelming me. Now, let me explain, because obviously there's two obvious routes that you can go down as, as an author. You can publish yourself, become an independent publisher, or you can traditionally publish. So, you know, get an agent and um, look for a publishing house to to publish your writing for you. And back in my 20s, um, I probably would have run naked down Oxford Street to get a big six publishing deal. Um, thankfully, I never did. Um, but for about 15 years of um, being, exploring authorship and, and writing and publishing, I've known that actually, definitely for my first book, um, and perhaps for all of my books, um, that this wouldn't be the path for me. Now, don't get me wrong, if uh, Random House or Hey House, you're listening and uh, you want to have a little chat, yeah, it's a possibility. Um, but I've spent so long creating obstacles to writing my books. Um, I don't want any more gatekeepers. And by gatekeepers, I mean like agents who will say yes or no, commissioning editors who will say yes or no. Um, and I don't need their their timelines. I don't want their timelines. I want to, you know, write my book and get it out there quickly. I don't want to have to be hanging around waiting for the, you know, for the schedule to be right. And also I realized that I don't need someone else's, a third party's endorsement to feel worthy of being an author and, and putting my words out there. Now, I'm not saying that there haven't been some mind monkeys around that. And there is another one later that I'll discuss, but I realized I didn't need that. I have been writing and sharing my words and my stories and my knowledge for long enough. And I have an audience and I know that some people at least like what I write. And um, so I decided that that would be enough for me. Um, 
Now, I, I am going to do a, a fuller episode on why I chose to self-publish um, because there's lots of reasons why I chose that and pros and cons to the pub- traditional publishing and um, indie publishing route. Um, but anyway, the point is I'd made this decision and the problem here was that um, the pro- the prospect of having to work out how to do it on my own was really daunting and off-putting for me because I, you know, as I've said many times before, I don't love technology I'm a bit intimidated by the whole thing I have a bit of fear of getting things wrong um and so I found that a bit overwhelming and even though I'd seen clients publish their books with relative ease um it it was something I was you know worrying and creating obstacles in my head about um now you might be creating obstacles and problems in your head about the opposite that you want to be traditionally published and so you're thinking of you know but if I write this book you know it might not appeal to this you know, agent or or whatever, you might be kind of creating problems in your head, you know, before, before they're even a problem. And basically what I'm saying is this is a classic case of worrying how you're going to spend your millions before you've even um, bought a lottery ticket. And, um, it's another way of staying in the, in preparation mode of like, I am going to write my book one day, once I figured out how um, to get an agent, and once how I figured out how the how the publishing industry works, and once I figure out figured out how exactly how to start to finish publish my book and and put it into production, um, and so I just decided, recognizing this, that I would just go for it and figure it out as I go along, and that there, and I trusted that there would be people I could get to help me along the way if I needed to. And yeah, there absolutely is. There's a wealth of information on self-publishing out there. There's a wealth of information on traditional publishing out there. And there are a wealth of people who can step in and help you at any any step along the way. And, you know, here I am um, deep in the process of self-publishing my book, um, you know, talking about covers and, and layouts and, and various other things. And, you know, whether I'm going to um, go through um, KDP or whatever, print on demand. And the revelation I have had is, oh my goodness, I am touching every single part of bringing my book into the world. I have a say in it and I have a, I have my eyes on it. And it's such a satisfying experience as a creative. And um, it's brilliant, actually. I love it. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, and I know that if you know, things get rocky along the, along, along the, on along the journey to actually getting it on sale, that there are people I can ask for help and that, you know, nothing is, you know, no problem is unassailable. And, um, yeah, so that made me realize that, you know, stop worrying about, you know, how it's going to get out there. And obviously it's really important, you know, you do ideally want to be thinking about how you're going to market it and produce it and everything but if don't let that hold you back from actually writing it otherwise you know it's just such wasted worry because you're not even going to produce a darn thing in the first place the next thing that I realize was has always held me back in a sense um even not just in terms of writing my book but in terms of just getting visible and and putting, having a message and teaching and and running my business. And that is a fear of what people would say. And predominantly, actually, um, what my peers would say. So other people who um, perhaps worked with me in magazines or other writers or other other teachers of writing and storytelling. Um, And it's funny, really, because that was a fear I had when I first kind of positioned myself as an authority teaching content, storytelling and, and writing. 
And, you know, I've, I've overcome that. And then and it's funny how these days I'm quite comfortable with the fact that that's what I teach and that's what I do. And I'm quite happy to share my thoughts and ideas and insights in a workshop or a, on a course or inside a social media post. I don't really think anything of it. But suddenly I realize, you know, the thought of binding those same ideas inside a book and then putting my name on the front of it and then selling that information for money. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that was another level of big headedness. And, um, you know, who did I think I, I am? And, and uh, you know, worried, like, what would other teachers of writing and storytelling think of the way I, I do it? And what would my peers think about the fact that I'm doing this now, you know, my old colleagues and bosses and whatever. And then also I started inevitably then going down the rabbit hole of what about the weirdos and the trolls and the bad reviews and you know would I be able to cope if I got like a one star review well you know I probably will (laughs) I probably will get a one star review that's not my person um but hopefully I'll get a five star review from somebody who that who my book is for and that will be worth it um so this is where I remember something that Lisa Lister, um, the author of Witch and Love Your Lady Landscape and Code Red, she's been on the podcast in in, in last season. Um, do check her out. I think she's a couple of episodes back, maybe episode 40. Um, and she uh, said in our conversation, I think it was on the podcast, um, you can't control how anyone receives your story. And um yeah, that's true. All you can do is put it out there. And in our cases, you can't control how anyone's going to receive your book. Um, so your job is just to write the best blooming book you can right now and share it, share it with the world. So basically those, I'm sure there are other reasons that I didn't write my book up until now. I mean, practical reasons, like I had small babies and I was trying to run a business and start a business. And my priority was getting my business off the ground, getting products and services out there to sell so I could bring in money. And so, you know, writing a book um, was not my priority, you know, so that's another reason, of course. Um, But really those, those four things that I've just shared, it's, it made me realize that the process of getting around to writing and sharing your book is, is a, is a real person personal development, personal growth process as well. And like understanding you, your sabotages, the things that hold you back. And actually when the moment, helping you recognize when the moment is right, because the moment wouldn't have been right 10 years ago when I wrote that list of nonfiction books I could have written. I mean, I could have done it and it might've been successful, but it didn't kind of make that much sense because I didn't have, um, it just didn't make sense to me. Although that said, there are people who do earn money from being self um, you know, nonfiction writers and, uh, you know, self-help book writers and stuff. And, um, but for me, that didn't make sense. I needed something a little bit more solid to go on. Um, um, but yeah, I'm just sharing those points with you because, you know, often we think the reason we're not writing books is because we don't know how to do it. We don't understand the craft or whatever that might be. But the thing is, you can learn how to do it. You can learn the craft, you can get a guide, you can go on a course, you can read a book. Um, But very often the things that hold us back are these more intangible things that we haven't actually identified, that we haven't really dug into. It's these kind of unconscious beliefs and things brewing underneath the surface that kind of make us not take action, that keep us in the kind of constantly writing it on our to-do list or our um, New Year's list of New Year's resolutions. And um, yeah, and I once you and I find, once I have kind of cast some light on those on those beliefs it's very hard to keep 
overthinking them because then you can start rationalizing it and saying, well, no, that doesn't make sense. And why should I let these unconscious thoughts, fears, um, and, and like kind of beliefs, um, stop me from following my dreams of being an author. And so I really hope that, you know, maybe some of those one, all, (laughs) some of those things might ring true for you. Um, because you know, the craft, you can learn it, you can go on a course, um, you can get a coach to help you, but those things, you know, get a coach to help you with those things as well. But those things very often are the things that really hold us back, um, as writers from becoming authors. And so, you know, maybe, maybe you'll decide after listening to this, actually, no, the time is right now. I can do it. And, you know, I will deal with any of these problems if and when they come up. But the important thing is I want to be an author. I have a book idea. And actually, maybe next year, this year, right now is the time to get it out there. I'm going to now segue into another little shameless plug because obviously if you did want to write your book next year um you may or may not know that I've actually started a um beta test of a book writing program that I've wanted to write I've wanted to run for a long time it's called the soul works atelier and it's kind of part um how to write your book course specifically for um, non-fiction authors wanting to turn their knowledge or expertise into a a book that's going to help grow their brand or their business and their legacy. Um, But also part um, writing coaching course, because, you know, when I really look at the things that kind of help you as a writer get started and get finished, you know, the first thing, of course, is a guide, um, a guide who can, you know, show you how to do it, the how to of writing your book, because there is a process and a craft, you know, there's a right and wrong way to do it. There's a hard and easier way to do it. There's no easy way to do it, I don't think, but there is an easier way to do it when you have like a a structure. And um, so having a guide who can give that to you, obviously you can get that from a a how to write your book book. Um, That's one way to do it. Um, But with a how to write a book book or a, a course, you don't have necessarily a guide that you can actually ask your questions to as well. And so um, that's also what this um, program is going to be. It's going to be also writing coaching as well. So we're going to have group sessions. We're going to have um, Q&As where you can actually ask me your questions about your book as you're writing it as you go along. But the other aspect of it being an atelier is that it's a workshop, a studio where a group of you are on the same writing journey. And as a writer, you know, being surrounded by other writers who kind of get it is so important. It's a bit like being an entrepreneur. You know, your friends and family just don't understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur if they're in kind of regular day jobs. And, you know, getting a community of entrepreneurs around you is great to make you feel sane and normal. Um, And it's the same as being a a writer as well. And so we've already got a group of lovely ladies having joined us us for um, this first beat around. Um, They're coaches, they're consultants, they're experts, um, they're creatives. Um, And I'm really excited to be working with them on their books um, in January. And if you would like to join us, obviously this is a a beta round. So it's, it's much um, better value, you know, not better value. It's going to be amazing value no matter what, but it's going to be at a much more competitive price um, this round. But we do also have the early bird um, offer still on until the 31st of December, 2022. So if you are listening to this before the end of the year, and you know that, you know, now you want to write your book next year, 
do join us. We're going to be running the beta from the end of January until the end of April. Um, and uh, it's going to be a mixture of recorded trainings and um, live calls, which will all be recorded as well. Um, if you want to join us or if you just want to be nosy and find out more, you can find out more details on um, on the on the website, which is www.theluminous.media forward slash soulworks. And I'll, of course, link everything in the show notes as well. Anyway, I'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been a, a kind of an inspiring and encouraging episode for anyone who aspires to be an author. And as it always, please do let me know what you think. You can um, you can connect with me on social channels. I'm at Kate with a C, Kate Butler Ross on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, and of course, also, please do subscribe and rate the podcast as well, because it really does um, help us um, to get seen by more people um, and leave a review as well. If you'd like to, um, I'd be very grateful. Um, but of course, the easiest way to stay in touch with me is to join my newsletter, which um, you can sign up for at www.theluminous.media forward slash newsletter. Um, and that's where I send kind of a weekly message to my to my people. Um, I often share kind of a mixture of inspiring and, and practical emails, but it's also where you'll get um, the latest up-to-date information on how you can work with me, whether you want um, help with your content or writing your book. Um, I will leave it there today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.